Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. Whoa, Nichiwa, everybody, and welcome to Talking Anime, the hashtag best worst anime podcast round. Hit the theme music! <coughs> everybody and welcome back to talking anime i am your host mitch and i am joined by hey guys this guy here and oh my god two weeks in a row whose leg did we have to hump to get this kind of <laughs> awesomeness so ladies and germs we are guesting with us is the fantastic fellas at the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. Welcome, fellas. Hey, what's up? Ooh. Hello. Oh, man. It is such an honor to have you guys on. Uh, I said it before, uh, you guys are like one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and you guys are like one of the reasons why this is a thing. So, yay! It's glad Aww. to have you guys on, finally. Uh, I feel kind of bad. <laughs> Well, you know, I had some was lined up to want to do this, but it was after you guys like, yeah, let's, you know, you know, we'll do this. So, you know, oh, geez, some lost out on this. Please don't. Oh, please don't tell me that. I don't want to be a part of like, I don't want to, I don't want to know that like I somehow had a hand in replacing some because she's really awesome. Ah, It's all good. Got some lined up for something else in the future. So it's not a big deal, but thank you. No, you got to make him feel bad. Matt, you're a monster. How dare you? Yeah, I really do feel bad. I'm like, oh man, Sam's way better at podcasting than me. She probably would have a lot better things to say. I enjoy being used as a tool for controversy. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, welcome guys. Uh, so, do you guys want to tell the fans of the show a little bit about yourselves and the show? <laughs> Well, every time somebody asks us to do this, like, talk about the show, I'm like, uh, it's Otaku Melancholy Podcast. We go on every week and generally talk a lot of buffoonery and shits and giggles stuff. It's, uh, Brad, how would you define our podcast? We are always shitting on something, whether collectively at an anime or at each other. That's a good summary. I like that one. 
that'll be the new description or something. <laughs> but no, um, we do a podcast, anime podcast, obviously. Our new episodes come out every Tuesday. We generally just talk. Lately, we've just been doing exclusively reviews, which has been problematic because Brad over there is basically like that meme where it's like, watch, watch the show. And he's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and then the day I record, he's like, well, I'm on episode six of this 24 episode series. Uh, I don't think I'll have time for it today. So, And then we get started to record and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like, How? How did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Are you Okay. Or, or he's like, I've got two episodes left. Can you just tell me what happens at the end? <laughs> yeah, you know, we got we got to get by the way we get by, right? Sure. <laughs> so today, this week, we are talking about the uh, wonderful production company for kids and its lovely effect on anime as a whole. So, before we get into all that fun shenanigans, uh, what has everybody been watching? Oh, God, I thought that wouldn't happen here. <laughs> I thought I was safe. Make something up. Just make something up. Make yourself look good. Uh, been watching BoJack Horseman and Mr. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite anime. Who's your waifu from Mr. Robot? <laughs> the Robot. Ooh. <laughs> What a controversial take. jeez. Oh, yeah. I have not seen either of those. I have nothing to say. Well, um, I assure you, if you go on my anime list and look up Mr. Robot, you will... Uh, <laughs> y- your pickings will be very slim. <laughs> I'll probably find something. I could watch some dumbass like, mecha show, probably. I mean, BoJack Horseman's kind of just like American Beastars, yeah? Maybe? Yeah, just depressed horseman talks for however long. <laughs> mm-hmm. What does the horse do? Does he whine or does he whinny? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so I've just been doing my seasonal stuff. Actually, this gets me to the point of why I go on other anime podcasts, and that's to attack the host's personal taste. So I've been watching Hori Mia, or as I like to call it, Bori Mia, because it's boring, Sky! Fuck you. No, you're over there like, getting in every single Discord I am. I'm like, Hori Mia gave me new life. Hori Mia made me love again. Hori Mia gave me just profound visions of new worlds. And I'm over here like, God, just do something already! Dude, okay, there's a lot more progress than almost every single other romance. Uh, you cannot tell me there isn't. Uh, Dude, they're dating by yeah, like but episode four, and they kiss by like episode care. five. Come on, man. But I don't care, Sky. I don't like either one of the characters. What? <clears throat> they're the both only angels. Dude, <laughs> the only dude I like is purple-haired dude, and I'm like, you're relatable, my guy. Because <laughs> he just get, gets cucked over and over again. <laughs> yeah, relatable. Okay, I so, feel that. But still. But no, like, you're literally going into every single server being, hey guys, have you heard of this Hori Mia? And I'm like, wow, Sky's giving it such high acclaim. It must be amazing. And then I'm just sitting there going, looking at my phone, going, don't touch the phone, don't touch the phone. If you touch the phone, you'll never look at the show again. But, <laughs> but outside of that, attack, 
But outside of that, and attacking Sky's personal taste, which if I had, if this was what I was on the show to do, then this would be a three-hour-long episode. <laughs> and we could go. We could do it. Ugh, your your fucking takes on stuff sometimes <laughs> makes me just go like, why do I respect this man, but also think he's really stupid? <laughs> um, but outside of that, um, just seasonal stuff mostly. Redo of Healer because, Ugh. yeah. That seems to be the the meme, I can't. the meme show of this season. It, it's like, oh, you're watching it, uh, Redo of Healer. Wow, man of culture. You Dude, know, I, um, so I'm not going to say that I've personally seen this, but uh, their Redo of Healer has been getting posted on certain um, websites that I never go yeah. on personally, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's literally some fantasy heroes wake up and have breakfast. Meanwhile, Redo of Healer protagonists wake up and has a threesome in the lake and I was just like is this real we, <laughs> is this am I this isn't a fever dream is it but seasonals mostly um out, any outstanding ones I mean wonder egg priority I'm gonna hype wonder egg priority until that's my hori mia uh, no oh my god Scott. <laughs> okay oh my god. I did watch the first episode of it um I have not and you really... dropped it okay classic sky move <laughs> I haven't considered really going back for for more I, I don't know it didn't it didn't really hit me the way that it did with apparently everybody else on the planet all right sky all right sky I'm, <laughs> here's the thing let's do let's do a trade right now if you i will finish hori mia i will stop i will go beyond episode four if you watch wonder egg priority all right let's do it i'm down okay i will check in on you later but uh, again outside <laughs> of that quintessential quintuplets i watched just because of I just needed to know what my avatar was, so in Discord. So uh, yeah, so that's basically me for watching anime. Meanwhile, I picked my anime Discord profile pick without even knowing what show it was. <laughs> this looks anime like. I'm gonna use it. He was Wait, like, he was you... like, I like Hollow Live. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and they were like, hey, look, what if we have matching profile picks? I'm like, all right, sure. Wait, I picked this one. Why do one. you both have a profile picture from the quintessential quintuplets, though? That's okay. Whatever that show was. That show was well, fine. It was whatever. Well, like one of our members from our Discord was like, "Who wants to have matching profile Discord pics?" And I was like, "I've never had matching pics with anybody, so I'll hop in on that." And by the time I realized it was going on, I only had Miku left. So I said, "All right, I guess." <laughs> Dude, Miku's best I guess girl. I'm the guy Shut up! Could... How dare you? Well, I was like, I guess I'm the guy who gets the Pikachu. And I was like, you know, Miku, after watching, like, the first four episodes, like, yeah, Miku kind of the best girl. Thank God we actually agree on something. Oh, my word. Yeah, for real. <sighs> Is that all you've been watching, just seasonal stuff? Um, oh! <laughs> whoa, way to make this into a, a attack on me. Oh, is that all you've been doing, seasonal? Yeah, mm. All Do you've you been doing? Do you have jobs? <laughs> Do you work? I mean... I mean, seasonal stuff, and then like my usual, my usual fare of watching like six episodes of a show, and then saying I'll watch it later, and then it going on my on hold list for an indefinite amount of time. Okay, that's the same thing as dropping it. How dare you get on me for dropping yeah. shit? It's not because I'll go back to it someday. Yeah, on, that's what I do hold, with the dropped shows, so I don't see the problem. On hold is just the fear of commitment of just dropping the show completely. 
every show on my on on my draw on my on hold list. I will come back to eventually. I'm sure. Some of them, I just don't want to put them on my drop list because then I'll have people screaming at me like, "How dare you drop them?" Come on, dude! You gotta drop? add a little bit of spice to your life. Well, I mean, <laughs> I dropped Konosuba and I dropped ReZero. I'm not gonna respond to that. I mean, okay. Okay, I respect Konosuba. That show kind of sucks ass. <laughs> uh, see, I don't even know why I dropped it because I actually really like Konosuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I legitimately like it, but I don't know why I dropped it. I watched the first three episodes again, and I said, "Oh, I actually really like this." Why did I drop it? Because I watched the movie before anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it was playing in my local theater, and I said, "Well, it's, it's anime. I've got to watch it." It's probably because the series is done by Studio Dean, and you have a visceral reaction to it by this point. Oh yeah, I can't even believe that Studio Dean. Now that you said it. We've taken enough of your time. I'll shut up now. <laughs> so have you been watching? Did you, that? did you start uh, Jobless Reincarnation though? Because that's also seasonal. Yeah, I, 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 I started that one. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you like it too I, much. I I have such mixed feelings on the show. It is such a beautiful piece of work. It's got animation at points that's almost movie production quality but then the actual content of the show you would feel like would be in some sort of low-tier studio that you'd never heard of before and they're in studio you've never heard of before they've only worked on that show that's because they were funded specifically to make the show that's wild to me like somebody's got some sort of hype for the show to the point where they want this thing to be made by any means necessary and are willing to throw the money into it and it really speaks because i'm having fun but every now and then i'm like having to check myself because it's one of the most fun some of the most fun i've had with an isekai in a long time yeah it is a little weird because like i think personally it's done really well but then there's just some moments that make it so difficult to continue the episode literally at all so it's like the the highs are really high but the lows are like totally bottom tier so it's so it's a little bit rough but i'm i'm quite enjoying it like yeah, i don't know i think i've seen all the episodes that are out right now it's because everybody's so weirdly horny at points <laughs> and most and most <laughs> of them are under the age of 10 <laughs> <laughs> okay well so other than the seasonal stuff like catching up on Horimiya and uh the jobless reincarnation i watched well i finished be the beginning which i mentioned last week and uh, i hated it so much that i don't really want to talk about it it's really bad don't watch it damn <laughs> I, I i know some people like it um i didn't it was it was just a master clusterfuck of like everything that they wanted to talk about and didn't know how to do it in 12 episodes so it was it was bad mm. i watched a it's called soul levante i believe it's 4 minutes and it's on netflix and i was actually convinced that i was in a fever dream when i watched this it was the strangest thing that i have ever seen it was also bad <laughs> I I don't wa- I don't watch a lot of good stuff these days. Relatable. Uh, I watched Decadence. Huh? How'd that go? Um, it's really weird. 
<laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen it? We saw the first episode. You saw the first episode. I saw the first four, and I, uh, I, when we, it was when we were doing seasonal stuff more proactively, and we were doing a preview. And I said, I'm just not going to be able to fit you in my life decadence. So I put that on hold. Yeah, I started it and finished it. And um, I I liked it, but it's not something that I would really recommend to anybody. <laughs> not because mm-hmm. it was bad, just because it's so, so strange. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's At a novel it concept. Really Visually, it's very impressive. The CG was done so well. The only reason why I really noticed the CG in a lot of areas is because I've been spending most of my time just researching CG recently. I, I don't know why, but I have. So I, I could see it, but I don't think mo- like the average viewer would actually notice it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's kind of like Darling in the Franks, but like Sword Art Online. It's really weird. So I watched that. Nice. And then I watched the first nine episodes of Kekai Sensen. Uh, English title, Blood Blockade Battlefront. Wow. I don't call it... What a title. <laughs> I don't call it that because I mess it up every time I try to say it. So I call it Kekai Sensen. Um, I'm really enjoying it, but mostly just because every time I finish an episode, I get to listen to the ED again. Huh. <laughs> Have none of you guys ever heard of this before? Okay, no, so I, I I am aware of it. I just saw the PV for it, and I was like, oh, I'm aware of this. But then I got it confused. I was like, I thought this was about vampires. And I was like, oh, wait, that's Black Blood Brothers. Oh, I mean, it, and then it, I, it I had is to Google. actually about, about vampires. I mean, it has vampires in it, but it's not, oh. it's not about vampires. I don't oh. think do ra if it was, like, brutally on crack with, like, Every fantasy thing ever mixed into it. Hmm. I like it pretty good. <laughs> That's all for me. I don't really have much to say about the stuff I've been watching. It's none of it is really blowing me out of the water. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, Mitch. What twenty shows did you watch this week? <laughs> twenty shows. Okay, I, technically, I've only been watching three this week. Um, so I finished uh, season two of uh, Blue Exorcist uh, just the other night. Um, oh, probably. I I think I gave it like an, a seven or an eight. Like it wasn't the worst thing I've seen recently, and it's not the best thing I've seen recently. But it was pretty good. Uh, I I dug it. Uh, finally got on season two of Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. Nice. So I'm a couple episodes into that. Mm. <laughs> What? What is your problem? I didn't. What is it? I what? You not, just have a thing against good anime? I didn't say anything. <laughs> you made a noise. I make a lot of noises, okay? It kind of comes with the territory. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing Where they're wrong noises more. and they offend me. <laughs> Continue, Mitch, with your, with your analysis. Um, I'm watching, I'm, I decided to watch the English dub because I just wanted to see what the English, du- or the English dub was like for season two. Mm-hmm. It's actually not a really bad dub. Um, Chica's voice kind of like really fits her in the English dub and it's, it's good. Um, I'm probably going to try and finish it very soon. I'm like three or four episodes into uh, the second season 
And then um, I gotta find another romance to watch after that, because. Oh, please tell me how you feel about um, Kaguya Season 2, because my I personally gave it a 10 out of 10, because I really enjoyed the final sort of arc that transpired in it. It really hit me, emotion, really emotionally resonated with me. So... And I, I feel like the jokes and sort of the heart-to-heart sort of built bonds between the characters really shown in that season, and it kind of just was something I watched every single episode, at least a snippet of it after I finished, because I just enjoyed every single piece so much. Well, I gave season one, I gave it a, mm. definitely a nine. I really liked season one. Um, mm-hmm. The, the sub-cast was fantastic. Um, season two, right now, from what I've seen, I'm giving it an eight right now, but I'm hopefully going to give it a nine or a ten at the very end. It just depends on how well the second season goes. But I thought the Mitch scale was like out of a seven. <laughs> most most of my anime start at a seven. You know, I'm, I'm fair with my anime, and then I, I give it its final number at the very end. And I would not say you're fair. You rate you rate stuff really high. I, I I respect the medium. Okay, I respect the medium. I give it its fair due. There's been some that's, anime. That's not what that means. There's that's some not anime exactly that, that I gave works, it six dude. and lower. Dude, you were like, you know. My first girlfriend as a gal is that bad. They're like, excuse me. <laughs> I think I, can we get a can we get a pause I on think that? I still excuse gave it a me. Seven. I didn't give it that high of a rating. You gave it a it's thirteen a out of ten. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a seven, dude. <laughs> what can I say? It's a not seven. It's like a seventy, dude. I just like trashy anime. I can't help it. That's not trash. That's like flaming dog shit, dude. Yeah, oh, sometimes you gotta watch flaming Damn. dog shit before you get into the good anime, you know? Okay, did you watch it uncensored or censored? Uh, I watched the um, Funimation one, so I think it was censored. Uh, hmm. Didn't even get the good stuff. I wish I wished. I didn't yeah, know you- it was uncensored. <laughs> I would have watched it uncensored. Is it? Well, I mean, like, I feel like I feel like they release it in home video releases and broadcast releases on Funimation, and you always want to go for the home release. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, fucking, as of like two days ago, started key, uh, Code Geass finally. So nice. So finally, getting around to watching that one that everyone. So you about. only watched bad shows this week. Got it. Uh, oh my <laughs> god, Sky! Could you stop? I mean, out of the three shows that I've watched still beats you know that shit show that you watched on netflix and then i I haven't watched horror mia so i can't really give it a final say so Hmm. but yeah that's that's really all i watched this week you know and then just been playing genshin whenever i get a chance to so (laughs) finally getting on to the gacha games I see. Sounds like they got gotcha. you. Yeah, they got me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I too am a fan of Chinese spyware. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound of me enjoying a nice, lovely coffee on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Yay, I am here. Mitch, it is the host with the most of the time, half of the time, really. I am here to talk to you about our sponsors, yay! And sadly, no Sky today. Um, so yeah, no Sky, but it's just me. Anyways, guys, 
Come and join us on coffee.com. That's right, coffee.com to support the podcast. Coffee.com is an online tip jar in a way to help content creators uh, get paid without having to do the monthly uh, subscription-based like Patreon. So just like Patreon, Coffee, you can join, donate to the show, and we put all that money into improving the show and, of course, uh, donating to charities once we make enough money. Uh, and it's it's just going to cost you to uh, go and give us a cup of coffee. Also, patreon.com forward slash talking anime is where you can support talking anime and get some really dope perks for it. So for $1 a month during the weeb tier, you get the episode free and you'll also get our solo casts. If you join the Otaku tier, which is $5 a month, oh man, jeez, it's, it's oh, so much awesomeness happening here. So for $5 a month, you can take all of the perks from the first tier and bring them with you, but you also get to come on to Talking Anime. Just like last week with Mello, you can come on and do an episode just like Mello did at, you know, $5 a month. It's not that crazy. I also want to thank James and Mello for supporting Talking Anime through a Patreon. We love every single one of you. And last, but certainly not least, we are also supported by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm, the free, that's right, free online website where you can get y'all podcasts out on every single platform. That's right, every single platform for free. All you gotta do is go to anchor.fm, sign up, and click and record. Or, if you're like me, you can upload all your content through their uploading uh, mechanism and release it to all platforms. And did I mention you can be paid to do podcasts? If you want to get paid for mod or podcasting, it's as simple as setting up a monetization uh, feed set up into your account, and you can be paid to do your podcasts. And that is all. Thank you guys for listening this freaking far. Love every single one of you. Let's get back to the show. Bye-bye. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Sky, do we have any fan questions for today? Oh shit, I forgot I needed to needed to look at those. Um I'm I, I'm I'm a professional podcaster, I know what I'm doing. Um <laughs> we do have at least one question. Say something while I find it. Make so, us make us look professional. <laughs> so Melo asked, what things did four kids do surprisingly well? Die. <laughs> they, You've got a new question too, just but well, you know. Make sure that yes, gets I noticed it. Work. It's very spicy. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. So this is the. So is this just like an open discussion for this question, yeah, or what? Gonna, what uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, well, I think one thing that four kids should be applauded on is the unique ways they subverted, you know, they got around brutally murdering people 
because four kids also did Yu-Gi-Oh! And one of the greatest inventions in all of possibly anime is um, the Shadow Realm. Because yeah. Thank you so much for Yu-Gi-Oh! bringing that up. Well, I mean, here's the thing about that. I, I was doing preliminary research before I went on here. And one of the things I remember as a kid, I was super afraid of the Shadow Realm because, you know, they would duel on this. They they did the duel on the tower and they were like, well, if you lose, the glass will break and you'll fall into the Shadow Realm. But like in the Japanese, it's like you'll fall and you'll die. It, the Shadow Realm or, is so much scarier than death. Like all I remember is as a kid just thinking so I could die, which is going to happen to me like right now as a human anyways. Or I could be stuck in this void of darkness, just suffering basically with no one to talk to, nothing to do, but just knowing that I'm there for the rest of eternity. And that was so much more horrifying. Yeah, exactly. And they used it in such unique ways and so, such ways that as a kid it was intense, but now it's kind of stupid. Because there was also the magician dude who was like, if you lose this battle, Yugi, then you'll be sliced by these saw blades that'll send you to the Shadow yeah, Realm. And they were like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, they're going to cut you off at the ankle and you're going to go to the Shadow Realm after that. You know? Yeah, I mean, and obviously that's one of those things like in the Japanese it was you're gonna get cut and you are going to be mutilated and then you will die but the Shadow Realm like Scott is saying is a great sort of way to get around just the violence and I think honestly for all the crap that you can give four kids you know about you know how they had to like adapt these for an American child audience they did pretty unique ways of just avoiding really explicit content but then at the same time as i'm sure we'll get on later they also did stuff like turn onigiri into jelly donuts so <laughs> mm-hmm. this is brock's famous jelly filled donuts jelly donuts <laughs> yeah you know, i like use a- my frying pan as a drying pan <laughs> i love that uh, there's so many dumb there's so many like really dumb ass jokes that they had to throw into the fucking dubs back in the day as a pun master myself one thing i'll say four kids did really well is the needless puns that they added into a lot of their shows like uh man you're really the pits apricot or avocado (laughs) Ooh, i like that it's stupid we have very different taste and humor (laughs) Listen, even the best pun is still a bad pun. There are no good puns. Only puns that make you laugh. And then you die a little <laughs> on the inside because you laughed at how bad that pun was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't kill my insides anymore. They're already dead. Was that the only question that we got? Um. Uh. The next question we got was from uh, the Rolling Star asking, Why is Sky's face <laughs> so bad? Great question, the Rolling Star. I'm glad you brought this. What a brilliant man this this person must be. So, anyways, I feel like Sky's taste in anime is really bad because Sky doesn't watch good anime, so now he thinks that that's good. What do you guys think? I mean, there, there has... I can't believe I fucking work with you. There has been times where <laughs> we will be sitting there in the Otaku host club, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm talking about this show, or watching this show. Then Sky comes and it's like, well... You're just watching bad anime, and then I go into the fact of, you know, we get into arguments of, uh, <laughs> you know, like, why are you watching horrible anime? 
We make the Otaku Host Club Discord so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. Um, yeah, I have no response for this question. I'm just gonna say, uh, I yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why, <laughs> Sky? Yes. And then, uh, well, well, yeah, that's really it. Because then, you know, uh, Wilhelm of Retalic- or Retalica asked, uh, "Remember Joey and Yu-Gi-Oh? That Brooklyn accent?" Or accent? Yes. Hey, Yug! Hey, Yug! I'm gonna go get some food. It's gonna be the pizza, pasta, or lasagna. Okay, so something about Four Kids is that personally, what I really think they messed up on most of the time is the casting, except for Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh is cast phenomenally. Yeah, it's actually yeah, pretty well. Yu-Gi-Boy. Joey is iconic. Pegasus, too. Yu-Gi-Boy. 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 Bandit Keith, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's also, like... The Rex Raptor. It's me, Rex Raptor. Oh, then you got Everyone. Uh, right. Right. We've all underwent. I got bugs. The dubs were so bad. You know, I think, I think that also uh, Dan Green, who did Yugi's uh, Yami Yugi's voice, that man's voice is oh. oh, oh. I love that man's voice. Oh, that that was. I agree. I, I got I gotta give it to them. Like. Uh, Yami was like really on point for uh, that uh, voice acting for it for sure. I think actually, in fact, I'm gonna check fact check fact myself because I think Grand Green might have done regular Yugi's voice, and I I don't want to I don't want to look stupid, or maybe he did both. Who knows? Really, I I have a hard time believing that that, but check it for me. Uh, Dan, he did yeah, both. Yeah. No way! Wow. He did both. Get you a man who can be your Yugi and your Yami. <laughs> and Yami also... Yugi did an impressive job of sounding like no human being on Earth. Like, try to guess how old Yami Yugi is based on his, his voice. You can't. It's and like, all... that's, uh... I don't know. And also, sad fact is that after that, he did have to turn to voicing, doing dub works in uh, hentai. Oh. So, um... yeah. I think he also did. The, he also did. Aren't uh, there like only? Too, aren't so. there like only three dubbed hentai like ever? Oh, there's a lot, my dude. Well, I I've if you never go to a Faku panel, you'll find <laughs> out. Will I will I will send you some links later, Sky. <laughs> Here's some links for you. Definitely not gonna look at those for sure. <laughs> No, I mean they're funny. <laughs> Just watch them specifically to laugh at the bad dubs. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was yeah. People not do that. I was just listening to the trash, uh, trash taste uh, episode about the hentai. Uh, Whoa, you're behind. Yeah, I'm like so behind on that. But yeah, I have a question for you guys. Have any of you guys ever heard of the show called Dinosaur King? It definitely yeah, sounds, it familiar, sounds familiar, but. Because this this is a show that four kids dub that I've never heard anyone talk about. On Mal, only fifteen thousand people have it on their list. Oh, it's done by Sunrise too. Weird. It's really yeah, bad. I think that <laughs> I never caught it on TV. Uh, they did all, her four kids also did Ultimate Muscle too. Oh no. 
And that's actually a fun fact that I, I'm sure we'll play back later because the reason they did Ultimate Muscle is only because, or the only reason they did One Piece is because it was included in a package with Ultimate Muscle and I think Doremi something, Doremi Soldiers or something like that. Oh my god, that sounds really familiar. Um, Magical Doremi, sorry. Magical. There's a lot of just I'm I'm just, so I'm on Mal right now and I'm just looking at the list of shows that they've done and there's a lot of just r- random garbage that I would never watch. Even though I'm sure some people mm. like it, but I I I will never watch the Kirby anime like ever. That was oh, I remember I, I was into the Kirby show when it was coming out. Like, I visited the website for that all the time and played the little Flash games on there. <laughs> and they had uh, a silhouette for the main boss character and, like, all the other characters. You can click on them to get, like, a little voice line and a little factoid. But if you click on Enemy, the main boss, then it'll just have a dun dun an ominous thing, and I check in every so often. It's like, did they show it yet? <laughs> and I don't think they ever oh did. God. I remember, did you guys ever watch Chaotic? Yeah. That was was another four kids. It was like Yu-Gi-Oh! light kind of thing. It was a a Danish card game. You know how... Yeah, you know how Duel Masters is a knockoff of Yu-Gi-Oh? Well, Chaotix is kind of a knockoff of that. Yeah, it was was a show from like... uh, I used to watch it in uh, the Great White North on uh, this channel called Teletoon. Which was like our version of the oh. network, and yeah, that used to be on like all the time. And I used to watch it. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting world. It's uh, they go into the game world, and they can have different cards where they turn into different characters or monsters. And there's like the the chaotic world and the good overworld and whatnot. Yeah, that that was that's some old school shit. You need to stop talking yeah. about this because you're going to make me want to watch it, and I know that I'll hate it. <laughs> <You're> pr- <laughs> well, it's a Canadian-American animated show, so it's going to be like that. Have you seen the, the show 16 yes. that was on Cartoon yes. Network? I, no. I used to watch that on television. It's like that. Uh, the Perks of Living in, oh my goodness, the, the like... perks of living in Canada. We get all the really weird-ass fucking shows. Hey, yeah. I like 16. You gotta make the good times last. <laughs> they also, four kids apparently also handled Kappa Mikey, which uh, I really recommend to everybody who likes anime. Mikey, that oh yeah, really familiar. Hey, the oh, here's a fun fact, or more fun facts. The OP was done by the Beat Crusaders, who you know did the music for Beck, and it's one of the OPs for Bleach. Fucking love, fucking. Uh, oh my god, I remember this show. Uh, hey, yeah. Hey, you out on the street? Don't you see the man is Kappa Mikey? Oh my God! I feel. Oh no! I remember that. I loved it. It was. It made fun of anime in such a way that it almost seemed like there were fans of anime. Yeah. Oh, but then going back to it after watching a lot of anime, I'm like, the fuck y'all on about? <laughs> uh, it looks so rough too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 
but it is pretty cool that all the Americans have dark, you know, like dark outlines, like, you know, American animation. Yeah. So that's really cool. God damn it, I feel old now looking at that. Jesus. So, uh, Mm -hmm. we might as well just hop right into this. So, everybody, today we are talking about, uh, again, the four kids... Uh, production company, uh, the dub, and their lovely effect on anime as we know it, and its, I guess, distribution into North America for a lot of us younger generation who got into, like, Pokemon, One Piece, all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Man, what I had I had to say, I was watching the uh, Red Bard video on... Uh, four kids and holy crap i never really realized how much they actually physically changed and basically just stripped the shows completely of like anything anime related to it and just evolved into just being cartoons after a while yeah oh yeah when and the f- also something i learned that kind of makes sense is that th- it was odd to hear how little research four kids actually did in acquiring of of one piece and kind of reminds it adds more legitimacy to the theory that funimation just kind of bought a bunch of shows in bulk which was which is what happened with the interspecies reviewer they're just like sure just give us a little package here and just like with four kids in one piece they watch a few episodes like oh this is this is bad congratulations you bought a hentai okay so the thing about uh, Funimation, right, is I have gotten um, of not mind in sound of at times um, being from Canada, weed is like very much a legal thing here and uh, it has it is the main reason why I have watched a lot of trashy anime uh, my mm-hmm. first girlfriend is a gal yes. is one of those shows that I picked because I was stoned and so that's the secret, getting high. <laughs> getting high to deal with <laughs> shitty anime. It makes everything better. And um, I found this one show, Seven Mortal Sins, and it really kills me when, <clears throat> I, when I'm listening to people talk about like interspecies review or like, how it's basically hentai. If anyone has not watched Seven Mortal Sins, that is basically hentai right there. I mean, Mitch, Mitch, have you seen interspecies reviewers? I, I have seen Dude. clips. I don't know how far it goes, Dude. but... Seven Mortal Sins. It's pretty intense. Seven Mortal Sins got. Let me. I've watched Seven Mortal Sins as much as I could handle, and I've watched (laughs) Interspecies Reviewers. And let me tell you right now, they didn't say, hey, let's get off to watching this girl lay an egg. And (laughs) then just be like, oh, it's so hot. I want to eat it right now. I was like, oh my goodness, that's birth poop. Okay, so I gotta find some uh, interspecies reviewers to watch that shit. In interspecies reviewers, there is an episode where they go to a cyclops brothel. Um, Let's just say that. (laughs) Let's just say that uh, I play is very much a thing. Oh god damn it! Yeah, let me tell you, as a connoisseur of interspecies reviewers and a true believer, let me tell you that. Each episode explores a new theme that you've never even heard of. Each episode, you walk away with the chance that you will pick up a new fetish. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I know. Watch I... it if you want to be horny in ways you never thought you would. Oh, God. Yeah. If it weren't for the fact that I already had some of these fetishes, <laughs> then I definitely would have walked away with you them. See, that's, that's oh why my I got gosh. into uh, the, uh, what was it? 
was that one anime that I watched recently? Uh, Hensuki? Freezing? Hensuki. <laughs> Hensuki. I got into that simply because... Hensuki? The one, char- the one character was into, like, puppy play. And, like, you know, that that's a kink that, you know, I don't mind partaking in. And uh, <laughs> that was, like, the main thing I sold my wife on because my wife loved the fact that that was, like, introduced. And then just everyone had a kink. Yeah. Dude. I would totally be in the puppy play if I could piss on the floor. I'm telling you what, the sadistic lolly, that's where it's at. BDSM lolly? Mm. <laughs> Dude, like, there are people in, like, the puppy play world that, like, literally will go to the extremes of, like, shitting in a box and shit like that. Anyway, why do you so know this? Of shitting in a box, four kids, huh? Yeah, four kids, man. <laughs> so... One of my one of my favorite things from the four kids thing is again we mentioned it earlier was Brock's jelly filled donuts, like I just love how much they just oh well Americans would never understand why they eat rice balls as a dessert so let's turn it to a jelly filled fucking donut. Well, this is the thing they didn't even turn it into a jelly filled donut. You can still see the rice cake <laughs> yeah. there, and it's just say oh yes this jelly donut, and what yeah. got me I didn't realize how. How much they try so hard to sell it on this, on this, on whatever they're dubbing over, like the, uh, a lot of scenes that they're changing the context of. Like, look at this jelly donut. Ah, these jelly donuts are not. I sure do love this jelly donut. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hmm. Or Ash catching the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of the same thing, where they just they just put a freaking sandwich JPEG and they just like spun it as it rolled down the hill. It was the dumbest thing. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, I, I I honestly am curious as to how these mandates came down. Was it something to the effect that they said you have to sort of westernize this better because kids won't understand it, or it was more of you know they're going to, you're going to have to sort of appease the lowest common denominator. And there are going to be parents who are like, I don't know about this Japanimation crap. Oh, oh, they're, they're eating jelly-filled donuts? Well, that makes it okay. That's American right there. So I, I, I'm curious as to what goes down the line for these processes. Because obviously now, I think in this sort of anime accept, accepted world, they would just say, be like, hey, this is a rice ball. Cool. Yeah, and that's and that's yeah. because like since it's become... Anime is becoming a little bit more mainstream than it used to be, like back then. So it's just like, yeah, everyone's just accepting the fact of they are. There's weird things that you know most people would never think of having that is like a normal delicacy in Japan. So it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's more fascinating now watching going back and watching a four kids dub compared to like watching what we're watching now because. It essentially, four kids essentially just turned all these Japanese cartoon or anime into basically Saturday morning cartoons because, you know, like One Piece, for example, like they cut out the majority of the story that involved like any killing. And then it's like, oh, well, the one guy who smokes all the time, he doesn't have a scar in his mouth. His mouth is just gaping wide open all the time and smoke's just pouring. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they turned smoker into chaser. (laughs) just wow and then there's like uh guns like they take guns out of everything so like bandit keith when he in you know the japanese he has a gun aimed at pegasus but he's basically standing there with essentially a closed fist and a thumbs up 
almost looking like he's like yeah Pegasus yeah. Uh. They do it. They do it in GTO a lot. I love. Uh, I love that scene when like the two bodyguard guys like run into Kaiba's room, both with finger guns, and he just yeets himself out the window. Yeah, and I think I think it's funny because like Bandit keeps like, if you don't give me this duel, Pegasus, I'm gonna give you a thumbs down. He's like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a lot of things that they changed that I don't understand why. For example, one of the things that I remember as a kid was. The Yugi and Kaiba duel on the castle. You know he's about to kill the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, and you, Yama Yugi's like, "Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it." And then Kaiba says, "If you kill my dragon, the explosion will cause me to fall and die." But he doesn't say that in like, the dub. In the dub, he in the dub he says, "It will cause me to fall, and I might get hurt." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in like the Japanese, he's like, "I'll jump off if you kill that dragon." <laughs> I was like, that's intense. Yeah, I know. He's just like, I might fall and take some damage. Oh, my goodness. If I went to a Magic the Gathering tournament and I played a guy who's like, if you take my last hit point, I'll, he pulls out a razor blade, I'll slit my wrist. I'd be like, cool. I attack. Do it. Yeah. yeah I, that's for honestly, honestly, for me, the weirdest for kids censorship or change that they did is in one piece where they changed the hats on the soldiers to ch- they changed it from rem- from marine to navy and i cannot for the life of me understand why i don't either that's really that's interesting four kids is like the reason why i never i got like fell out of love with one piece because it just it just ruined it so bad for me when i was younger because at the time mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was also reading the manga that was coming out, like Shonen Jump, and I'm like, "This is fucked up. This isn't what happens in the anime. What the hell?" And then, yeah, that's like the main reason why I stopped watching One Piece is because of the four kids dub. Basically, just when you get mad at the you know, manga for not being like the anime, exactly. Damn it! I expect <laughs> my mangi to match my anime. Damn it! <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I really liked One Piece. I liked One Piece as a kid with the four kids stuff. I came in during the Arlong Park arc, and I thought that arc was cool. And people talk, like, shit about the um, the One Piece rap, but that's, like, that dude's that spitting. That was, like, the only good thing that I loved about the One Piece uh, four kids dub was the pirate rap. Now, like, when I watch it on TV, I mute it over the intro and I play the pirate rap because it just feels right <laughs> yeah and one of the things i guess I, I was kind of interesting to me is that when they got um they just started it off including including um you know Z- uh, zoro nami and luffy and then when they got chopper they added you know like a split second verse for each of them going like oh stops doing his marksman thing sanji's cooking chopper's doctoring <laughs> Imagine if they got to further on to basically, I don't know, Ina's lobby, and they had to like put stuff for Robin or Frankie. <laughs> what would they even do? It just the crew gets bigger and bigger, and they're like, um, we need a new verse. Robin's got hands. Frankie's a a bot. <laughs> I don't see how they'd do it. Nah, they they'd probably do what most anime do, and they'll probably just change it to something else, like halfway through the season. Hey four kids, if you want to ever do the, you want to you want to pick up back up One Piece, I'll I'll do the I'll do the new the new pirate rap. 
Hope you got a Ouija board if you're speaking to a dead <laughs> like that. You might as well just go grab that hey. shovel and undig that grave, man. Hey, I feel like I feel like it's four kids' time to the four kids will rise again. God, I, I start a GoFundMe to revive four kids. <laughs> I'll be the first. I do one. that. Right. Don't test me. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, I would just think it would be really cool. And I'm just saying, like, what if we brought over Maiden Abyss, but made it four kids? Ooh. You know. <laughs> She's getting a nosebleed because she hasn't eaten. <laughs> Four kids berserk. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> please. Just any of the the super four. Oh my god! Like, could you imagine Ooh. an interspecies reviewer? But it was done by four kids. Oh, I got a good one. Four kids goblin slayer. Oh god, no. <laughs> or that old. Why are the video? girls shivering? Oh, they're cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also that meme they did about like, what if four kids did kill the kill, and they it was bully la bully. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny because like they did all these weird censorings for. Uh, I'll post the video somewhere, but they did all these weird censoring for the uh, the actual outfits and the boob jiggle, and it was funny because they gave her like, it, it was funny. I'll post it later so there's more context for this. Brad, remind me to post it later, because I will not. Hey, Matt, post it later. Okay, thank you. I'll do that right now. <laughs> You're welcome. Jeez, there's just so many anime now that it'd just be really interesting to see, like, if four kids was still around today, on, like, the effect that they would do on, you know, so, yeah, like, something like a Goblin Slayer, or something like a Kill a Kill, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just watched the first second of the video of what if four kids dub Kill the Kill, and they call her Riley Matthews. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they'd have the whitest fucking names possible. So, yeah. there's, no there's actually something that I low-key miss about four kids. And that's some of the English openings. Some, Most of them were really bad, but every now and then there would just be a total bop. And I kind of miss the uh, the wild card of starting a show and just like seeing if the opening is gonna be total garbage or just kind of a low key banger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard dub like dubstep remixes of the Yu Gi Oh opening, you know, and their whoa Yu Gi Oh opening was it's crisp. It's time. There's some good trap that's awesome. Honestly, most of the Pokemon songs are still, they still slap. Every now and then I'll just be driving. I'm like, you know what? I just want to listen to all the English Pokemon openings. I'll just turn on a playlist and just <laughs> drive down the road. I totally vibe with that because sometimes I'll just be alone and I'll be just in the back of my head. My voice will be like, hey, do you know what everybody wants to be? What brain? It's like everybody wants to be a master. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they do, don't they? Man, I, I still like when I'm at work. I just throw on like this OPED playlist I have on Spotify. I just listen to all the anime OPs. Just 16. Or it's like 20 over 24 hours of just anime OPs. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> all day, all the time. So I'm going through. The, I'm looking on Wikipedia at the list of fucking shows that four kids were involved with and they were doing like Ultraman fucking Kirby Ultimate Muscle 
fucking uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got referred to as an anime. Okay, fucking. My mind is just blown that apparently there was an F Zero anime that was fifty one episodes long that four kids dubbed. Oh yeah, it actually had a game called some. Uh, it actually had a game that went with it too for the Game Boy Advance. Because I had the game and it had like clips from the anime. Or Wait, not so clips, it wasn't but, like, screens. So you're not talking just the regular F Zero game. It was like an F Zero game based on the anime adaptation. Yeah, like it actually had. I think it was. Let me see. I think it was called something like Max Terminal Velocity or something. I don't know. Shout out to Velocity. That sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the best anime to ever be brought over to the West, and that being Sonic X. (laughs) (laughs) I like Sonic X. I did too. Such not bad anime. Like, jeez. I didn't like it, and I was—I <laughs> was someone who watched a lot of really bad Shocker. Sonic shows, and Shocker Sonic X was the one didn't that like I didn't anime. like. Oh yeah, it was F Zero GP Legend. That's that's what the game was. That's what the game was. Oh, just the same title as the anime. Then. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was too simple. I didn't believe it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like four kids even did yeah. Shaman King. I'm like, I'm kind of interested to see how the new Shaman King is going to be like. Hi, yes. Jojo, but with Samurai. <laughs> Yo, I just discovered my new favorite show that I'm going to watch. It's called Magical Doremi. I'm definitely going to watch that. Oh, uh, is dope. it Lollies? Yeah, it's Lollies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my. They're probably going to be like 9 and 10, and Scott's going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I I'm fresh. I, I, just, I just binge 51 episodes of, like, so- Magical source, Colorful where's, Lollies. Where's the sauce, bro? Where's the sauce? No, I've I've actually seen like six shows that look just like this, and I've not been able to get into any of them. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually something that I was going to talk about. Uh, they actually bought one or got One Piece in a package deal with Magical Dore Me and Ultimate Muscle, which is kind of peculiar to me because it sounds like they were looking. They must have looked at either Ultimate Muscle or Magical Dore Me and said, "Yes, these." Our Toei said, "Hey." We'll give you one piece, and we'll also give you these two <laughs> other shows, which just speaks volumes about how little faith they had in One Piece. Uh, and look at it. It's, like, the high, one of the highest-selling fucking anime or manga of all time. Outsold the fucking oh, Bible yeah. of all fucking things, too. <laughs> yeah, fuck your religion. Where uh, the weebs are taking over. Our new religion <laughs> is the Shahat Guild, or Pirates. That's the new religion. Praise Robin. Um, but yeah, they they they've hmm, they did a lot of stuff, huh? Yeah, for the for the fucking years that they were unfortunately, active, you know. Yeah, they didn't actually last that yeah, long. But, uh, Wait, they were 2002 like two thousand two to two thousand eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. Six years. I'm still, I mean, huh, fucking did biker mice from Mars, don't forget that. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that, <laughs> jeez. They, they did hmm. a Back to the Future, the animated series, they acquired that too. What? There was a Back to the Future animated series, I guess, from like back in like, uh, what year was it, uh, 2003. 
Hmm. I'm actually reading a lot of some of the stuff I had, I had given out to like give Brad to research. I'm actually reading it myself now. And there's actually a lot of complaints about some of their lower key shows that they just put out with little, little editing. Apparently, people were still complaining. They had a lot of complaints about Shaman King still being way too violent for children, even with editing. And Shaman King is kind of really interesting because I, I really liked Shaman King. I think it was on like Foxbox or something. Yeah. And I, I, I'm always curious as to what they would have done when they got to certain scenes because one of the characters, one of the uh, stands, I'm just going to call them stands, and if you get mad, I, that's fine. Uh, one of the stands from Shaman King was a bandit, and to survive, he basically had to eat his mother for sustenance like what what were they gonna do like when they got to that point or if they got to that point did they have to say the bandit would be like i had to watch my mother feed me only cereal it'd be either <laughs> you can't let man can't live off cereal it'd be that or it'd be they'd completely change the entire fucking backstory to something else like he's not actually a bandit he was a soldier and died in battle or they would do like they did with <laughs> <laughs> Or they would, or they would do like they did with One Piece and skip entire arcs. Yeah. And then the character would show up later, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Because they did that with One Piece, they skipped a lot of arcs. Like they didn't even show how they got into the Grand Line through Reverse Mountain or yeah, whatever. They, they cut uh, like they, four kids only had it for like a hundred and forty episodes, I think. It, it was only a hundred. It, it wasn't episodes. that four kids wasn't like had their claws dug deep for. Long. I mean, 140 episodes is still technically long, but... I mean, for One Piece, that's weak. <laughs> one, one Piece, yeah. that's basically two arcs right there. Yeah. That's some weak sauce. Like, if you dig into One Piece, you've got to be ready for those at least 500 episodes. Ooh. Uh, I want to bring attention to a, uh, a line, a particular line that I love... Uh, it's in the examples of the terrible puns that Four Kids does, but it's Luffy trying to outrun a quicksand, and he says, "It's flushing me down like a big toilet." No, and then the enemy says, "A desert toilet. A lovely way to describe it, Straw Hat. That makes you desert doo doo." <laughs> I think I just died inside. Pretty sure they have one per episode each time. So I'm looking at this article where it's talking about like the five anime series that were ruined by four kids, and it just like Pokemon. The main reason why it was ruined is because they took thing or cringy jokes and they took things away, like calling rice balls jelly-filled donuts. And it's just like you know. Okay, so as much as like everyone loves to give crap to uh, four kids for like putting a bunch of dumb stuff in anime and like essentially ruining shows, did they really though? Like most of us are anime fans today, specifically because of watching a bunch of four kids shows like Pokemon and One Piece and Yu Gi Oh. So I think they technically did what they set out to do because they made these shows, made us enjoy them, and want to watch more. So, like, we give a lot of crap where it's not really deserved just because we're older and we don't find this shit funny anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that would depend on what your age was and what your uh, mode of access was. For me, I attribute it more to 
to Nami as far as getting into anime because at the age I was, watching One Piece, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, etc., etc., I never, I was too young to consider those anime. I didn't even know what anime was. I just considered them cartoons. Right. And that's something that I do, like Sky actually is bringing up a good point. We do give, I think a lot of people do give crap to four kids, and they, they, you know, they give it for the typical reason of, you edited anime. How dare you touch anime? And I don't, I think that, I think four kids did, and did as much as they could. And one of the things, like, we talk, we talk, we're talking, like, we're giving shit to four kids, but Funimation did the same thing, you know? Like, when they were bringing over Dragon Ball Z, uh, mm-hmm. are bringing other things, like, this, this, what is it, the Piccolo Super Death Beam, Super Laser Cannon uh, or whatever. He's like, when you get hit with it, when you get hit with it, Goku, you're gonna die. But, you know, he gets pierced and, like, a hole is put through Goku and Raditz. You know? And, for you know, like Funimation did, you know, like, when Goku or Frieza and Cell, you know, they went to the home for infinite losers, not hell as it was yeah, known, they, you know? They named, yeah. it, they named it really weird, too. Like, they named, they gave hell, like, a really weird-ass spelling, too, so it wasn't, like, calling it hell yeah well what they did was they home for infinite losers like they took out the bottom the bottom leg from the e they took out you know the let the bottom leg from the l to make i and they just kept the last l so it became home for infinite losers or hiffle or hiffle and they did a lot of other stuff like that too one of the things that um we were talking earlier about you know and I'm just doing this because I don't like Funimation, so anytime I get a chance to point out Funimation's flaws, I'm going to do it. Yeah, fuck Funimation. The, yeah, fuck Funimation. Anyways, I one of the like things Funimation. that Funimation... Well, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> anyways. You What's new? Well, anyways, what they also did, and I think 4Kids did the same thing, was they took out the original score and soundtrack. Uh, if you get the DVD copies of Dragon Ball Z, they actually include three versions, or four versions. One is the dub with the new Funimation score, you know, the one that's got sort of that synth wave background, you know. Um, and then they have the version with the original score, which is, you know, a lot of trumpets, a lot of, you know, that sort of that sort of instrumental version of Chala Head Chala. And I, I, I'm curious about why they did that, too, because, you know, a lot of companies did do that. They changed the score. And that seems really senseless to me because... A lot of these scores from the original, you know, the original Japanese productions really fit in with the scene. But meanwhile, like in Yu- Yu-Gi-Oh! and One Piece, they're like going like, Sith wave! And I don't think that works quite as well, you know? Like, it's definitely making it more of a Saturday morning cartoon. And these, you know, they aren't Saturday morning cartoons. And I've seen instances where they will just have stock, their own stock music piece. Uh, music samples and they'll just reuse it over different shows like music you'll hear in Yu-Gi-Oh will also get used in one piece depending on what type of scene it is right no it, it's it's but... really fascinating on like where these uh, dubbing companies these editing companies are like drawing the line on where are you know what do we censor and what do we you know not censor and then a lot of the times it's like, well, they acquired this, so let's change what happened before. So we're got the music, got all the voice acting, put new actors, new music. It's just 
Where where do we draw the line on when anime goes from being an anime to basically becoming a Saturday morning cartoon? Ooh. I thought you're gonna lead into what is the what is anime conversation again. No, I'm like, not, I mean, that's basically that what he did. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't oh boy, really matter though. Thank you, Scott. It, it doesn't. It, it, that's the thing, right? It, it doesn't really matter, but it gets to the point that when, like, for kids, like they took a lot of the Japanese influence out of their product, so now it's like this is all like geared to a Western audience. So now it's just again your stereotypical Saturday morning cartoon. Just okay, yeah, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stop you there. See, if I'm in the mood to watch anime, if I go and watch Steven Universe, it's, I'm not gonna be satisfied in that, right? But if I watch, say, Voltron Legendary Defender or Pokemon, which one is anime, one isn't, both of them will satisfy me if I want to watch anime. Same as if I were to go watch something that actually is anime, like One Piece or Sao. I don't. Oh, let me stop you there, Scott. <laughs> okay, come on, hit me. What is it? But the, okay, but the first time I, I, I uh, when Steven Universe changed it to the second OP, I was like, "This is so anime inspired." What are you doing? I hate Steven yeah. Universe. That's why I used it as an example. Oh my! How far have you God. gotten? Oh, he dropped it probably after three episodes. No, I've I've only seen like a couple episodes when like at the doctor's office with my sister. <laughs> yeah, the first few episodes. Well, I'm not going to harp on Steven Universe. I'll take up a lot of time. I will. Let me take up this time. Mitch knew what he yeah, was getting ahead, into. You know. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to because I, I, I Steven Universe is actually one of my like. If I had to make like a list of actually like top shows that enti- that entailed like anime, live action, and you know like all just shows in general, including anime, Steven Universe would be in my top five. But I'm not here to talk about that. Yeah, but I get what Sky is saying. Yeah. Steven Universe is one of those American cartoons where it starts off very episodic, but as it gets further in and it gets more seasonal renewals, then it starts to get into the overarching plot and really good storyline and character development. Yeah, and uh, but that also ties into what we're saying about four kids is that you can't watch an episode of Steven Universe like in season four and know what's going on. You know, like it, it's not episodic at that point. Yeah. It's got a running storyline. And maybe that is kind of what bringing it back to four kids. Maybe that's what four kids was trying to do to make it more episodic, you know, so that a kid come in could come in to like the middle of. I was about to say Dressarosa, but that's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the Alabasta arc and have a more coherent sense of what is going on because the dialogue is, you know, if you listen to these episodes, they're really stilted. It's not natural. It's, you know, there's, you watch these Saturday morning cartoons and the dialogue is always kind of reminding the kids what's happening, you know, like, Oh, Cobra just took the device. You mean the device that'll end the world? Yes. The device that will end the world. It's been taken by Cobra. Oh, Cobra. Yes. Cobra. And it's stuff like that. Kind of reminding these stupid kids, who don't have the attention spans required to engage in content, and I, I'm, I am not crapping on kids, but I'm just saying, like, sometimes fucking... you have to... <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Yeah. But you, you have to do this stilted dialogue so that kids, these younger kids who might be watching Saturday morning cartoons would be more engaged in it, and you also have to make it more episodic because, you know, Billy's Billy might have baseball practice some Saturday mornings, but this one he doesn't, and if you just, you know, wildly leave in content and don't explain it, you'll be like, why are the Straw Hats suddenly... 
why is Luffy suddenly looking like a mummy? Last few episodes ago, he was going to go fight Mr. Alligator. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I, 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 I think is part of their motivations is to make content that consistently engages with a younger audience and so that they don't have to rely on these kids coming in every single morning to watch episode to episode, which, you know, they might have gotten used to from Pokemon because you don't have to see any previous Pokemon episodes. Come on. It's it's Pokemon. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Every yeah, single that's story. That's the thing about Pokemon. It's yeah. one of those shows that you could literally, like, miss, like, three or four weeks, and it's like, oh, look, Ash caught another Pokemon. He's going to raise it and then release it into the wild. Ash doesn't catch Pokemon. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, he befriends Pokemon, puts them in their prison, and then lets them go when he's done with them. Dude, he meets like a hundred Pokemon that are wild that like him along his journey, and he gets like two of them. It's, <laughs> it's just like the badges, man. Salty badges. It's like It's like Ash getting his badges. Did Ash never actually won a badge through a Pokemon battle. He just won it for being nuts. <laughs> and which like, Pokemon did you know. actually he, watch? He won a lot of badges. He beat the he beat Lieutenant Surge, and he gave Lieutenant Surge a lesson. Like Ash was the Pokemon master. Ash was like, "You shouldn't evolve your Pokemon too early when they're not ready." My Pikachu's better because I didn't. And Lieutenant Surge was like, "Screw you! I'm American." <laughs> well, so if you look at like Brock, right? The, when he fights Brock, he basically won that badge. I can he look cheated. at Brock, but Brock can't look at me. He does, but it's like, you know, widescreen, not full screen. Because <laughs> his eyes are closed. I'm not making a racist joke. I'm just saying his eyes are no. closed. Mm. Oh my goodness, my uh, I'm like I'm not. This isn't this isn't me saying this. This isn't me. I would like to bold italics underline this. But my dad, when he would come in and see me watching Pokemon, he would look at Brock and be like, "He's one of those Asians, isn't he?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> And my dad, who is a sheer backwoods man who has probably never even seen a person of color, would say that. And that's just like, why does Brock have eyes like that? Dude, my dad did something very similar when I was watching Pokemon one time. He he came in and he saw James and he said, if that guy isn't gay, nobody is. <laughs> okay, yeah, so can you talk about that for a second? Like, why the fuck is... James homosexuality. James is like <laughs> underlining sexuality, like the episode, the beach episode where he's like walking around in a bikini. Like, dude, James is a queen. I love him. Uh, James, James is gonna wake. James is gonna wake up one day and be honest with himself and realize his name is Julia, and I am gonna be so happy when he does it. James. James is simultaneously not gay and not not gay. I just love the fact that in the original Pokemon, half the time when they would show up, James would be wearing like a big pink frilly dress, but his voice sounds like this. I would do it. That he tried really hard to make his voice really high, and it just sounded like nails on a chalkboard. How dare you insult my My boy, James. My roommate just had just sent a message to me because she can hear me through the walls, and she just said like, "I thought James." And she's basically saying, "James and Jesse are clearly a thing." I'm like, "I don't know about that. I don't think so." They are besties for sure. They're besties. I don't know what it is beyond yeah, I, that. I can't see them like hooking, being like an item together. It's more of like the weird, like odd couple friends relationship thing going on there. They're basically brothers. Oh, yeah, James and definitely got a small yeah. pee. But James and Meowth hmm? though. Oh, just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, Jesse also did the same thing. Like, Jesse was also always in the suit, so obviously they were... Yeah, 
there's some, there's some you know. gender bending there for sure. Hey, James, Jesse and James, you know, they, they, they are forward thinking back, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although they did edit one of the, you know, they did take out that episode where they had the beach competition and yeah. James was in an actual bodysuit that gave yeah, him breasts. Yeah, I remember watching that on TV. Like, uh, like, you know, years later after, you know, on Netflix and stuff. I remember those episodes. And also the one where, like, Ash got a gun pointed at his head. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know, <laughs> not weird whatsoever. I mean, I, I just feel like, I just feel like, <laughs> my thing about four kids and some of their edits and taking out episodes is, what, 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 why? I don't understand why they did that with One Piece especially. They skipped so many episodes of One Piece. The freaking, yeah, like the, the entire, they removed the entire whale. They made him a freaking iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And my dear friend, Laboom, the iceberg. It's literally four episodes of the show. And they just, instead of doing that, they're just like, oh, look, it's an iceberg. And they just avoid it. I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't like the whale anyways. Whatever. (laughs) And didn't they, like, end One Piece right before Skypea when the ship just drops down on them? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they just killed off all of them. It shows over. They get hit by a ship from the sky. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It looks like, from what I saw, as soon as the license actually expired and where they were no longer contractually required to release One Piece, they dropped it as soon as they could. They, from an interview, they hated every moment of One Piece when they. Ever since they bought it and they actually found out what it was, they're like, oh, I gotta work on this. Oh, I hate this one piece, but we gotta do it. Well, I mean, they did give themselves so much extra work with all the random editing that they made themselves do, so it makes sense why they hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, they did that to do a lot of extra work. They turned the onigiri in that show to cookies at some point, too. And then Sanji always had a pops. What was it? A sucker? It, <laughs> it was, was just a, always a, freaking... a lollipop. Yeah, it was a lollipop instead of a cigarette. Yeah. I actually oh. really like that. This cool dude, and he's just sucking on a lollipop. Like, wow, lollipops are cool. Sanji, yeah, Sanji is like such too. the best boy that he's best boy in every version of One Piece. He had such a uh, he had such a weird voice though in One Piece. Though he was he no, like I think his yeah, his voice... voice was the best of the cast. I think they all had horrible voices. Yeah, no, I was listening to an interview with the guy who did the English dub for Sanji, and he was talking about how when he went for the audition, it was, like, super early in the morning, so he was, like, still congested and shit, and then went and did this accent, and then they're like, yeah, that's Sanji's voice right there. That's how we want it done. <laughs> so, like, the dude And he's like, oh, shit, I gotta be congested every time I go to record now. Yeah. <laughs> He just starts like, be, like he just starts like huffing dirt before he goes into record. <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and I remember. Well, I, I I liked One Piece a lot. Like I was a kid, I bought the game One Piece Grand oh Battle. Oh my god! I remember like, that game. I loved that game. Yeah, it was it really was nice. cool. It was a really cool game, especially when you got to learn how to do like the big like finishing move. Oh, it was so dope. 
I loved like gushing about that game actually for a system. I love that you couldn't do like the big ultimate killer moves unless you were close to dying. So it made oh, it yeah. fair. You couldn't just one shot your enemy like with a super powerful move unless you were about to die, which is very much in the one piece spirit. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was pretty neat. Yeah, it was. It was it was really cool. Uh, I, I I could gush about this game because I still have my copy. I really do like it, and I had I had a friend over to play it at one point. I was like, "Look at this game! Look at it!" Um, they actually back when this game came out, they had ads for it in the Shonen Jump they used to publish over here. Yeah, I, you know I the rem- monthly where they yeah, would. I remember the ads that they used to put on there. Yeah. Yeah, and they would have the only way to unlock characters because at the time they had just finished Arlong Park. Or, and they hadn't gone to, you know, to Alabasta. So every single issue had like cheat codes to get characters you hadn't seen yet. And I felt like a super, like a super spy kid being able to play as, um, Crocodile without even knowing who he was or playing as Bon Sucre with no idea who he was. And I was like, when I see these guys, they're going to be wicked cool. And obviously, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, how the hell did we go from like that kind of game to Jump Force? That's what I want to know. There's a big gap between those two, buddy. Yeah, I know, but still, <laughs> like twenty years. I know, but how how can, how can <laughs> we go from a good game to an uh, uh, you know a mid average tier fighting game? You know, there's been plenty what of One Piece team? games since then. There's even been like two One Piece Warriors games. I, I I heard like a lot of those One Piece games weren't that good. But they're but oh, they're Warriors games, dude. How can you how can you hate a One Piece Warriors game? That sounds dope. I gotta, check it. I gotta check those. It games. is. I've I've got One Piece Pirate Warriors three, and it's pretty fun. I also have I've played One Piece Unlimited World Red. That one's okay. And I oh, is this gonna be a One Piece episode? Because I also <laughs> bought like this 3DS game. It was like One Piece Romance Dawn, which they're like it's a One Piece RPG, like a turn based RPG. And I was so hyped for it. I bought it the day it came out because they were also like there's only 15,000 copies gonna be made and I was like oh super cool and it was the most boring RPG I'd ever played who could have seen that coming sucked hey <laughs> I think there are some great anime games out there there, there are I've, I've played some actually like half decent anime games pretty much all yeah, the Dragon like, Ball games slap Oh, like Budokai, the entire Budokai franchise franchise was the shit. Oh, yeah. Fighters is my absolute jam. I fucking jam. love Fighters. I love playing that fucking game. Yeah, I remember when you used to do the YouTube videos on, and I was watching them. Like, I was like, I think I could, I think I could take it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, if I lose, then I then the shame will be over me. That's why I, st- I couldn't play because I get too into those fighting games. If I lose, I'm uh, like. Well, I'm- Time to kill myself. I just got um, the new fighting game I got was uh, Grand Blue. Or Blue Blaze, sorry. Blue Blaze. And it's like the exact same company who did fucking uh, uh, fighters and that. So it's like if you can play fighters, you can play this game because it's the exact same buttons that fighters does. Mm-hmm. Dude, when you said Grand Blue, I was like, that fantasy mobile game that had <laughs> no. an anime adaptation? They also have a fighting game for it, though. Do they? Yeah, they do. They have a Grand Blue fighting game. I liked Grand Blue. I didn't finish it, but I did like it. It was very generic, though. Yeah, it looked pretty, though. Yeah, no. I've, like I said, I've played some good games. Like, the first, like, J-Stars, like, before J 
jump uh, jump force was a thing. That J Stars game was actually pretty good. That J Stars game had some absolutely obscure characters. If you were an American, yeah, I, I was looking at some of those game or some of the characters. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Add that show to my list to watch. Add that show to my list to watch. Yeah, that's the only reason I watched Sket Dance, which is one of my favorite anime, is because the three they had the characters from it in there as a support unit. Oh my goodness, wait like... a minute. I, so I just looked up the game and looked at the characters. They had characters from Toriko? What in the world? I know, right? Who cares about Toriko? Okay, I kind of like... I only watched seven episodes, but I kind of enjoyed it. I want to go back and finish it. But, like, who cares about Toriko? Okay, so I like Toriko because it's basically like if you made an anime that was focused all around... The uh, you from you know from Hunter Hunter the gourmet hunters basically just if you made an anime that was just focused entirely on them and I I thought that was kind of cool. Dude had a time machine and went for it. He's like, this food wars is gonna be really popular. I'll take that and make it literal. <laughs> um, yeah, they had weird characters Dang. like Lucky Man. That, uh, Characters from Beelzebub and Madoka Box. Who was is uh, Kor- Koro Sensei was in that game too? From Assassination. Yeah, they Koro Sensei. Uh, yeah, and they had a lot of weird characters in it too, as supports as well. Yeah, that's Psyche from uh, oh. the uh, Psyche anime. That was that was actually not a bad anime. What anime? Uh, Psyche. Um, it's oh, Psyche Kuso no Sinan. Dude, that's that's a fantastic comedy. Uh, just, oh uh, my goodness, before. you hopeless weaved. You only know the Japanese names. <laughs> oh, shut up. I was like, yeah, the disastrous life of Psyche K. Meanwhile, Psyche K no Soljin. <laughs> I do like Psyche K no Jojin. I know the English name too, okay? Shut up. But I, I, Sometimes the Japanese title just rings a little bit better. Like, come on, Psyche Kuso no Sinan. Come on, you can't tell me that don't hit different. It, it it hit different. It hit like you a weeb. <laughs> yeah, what do you want, mom? Jeez. I want you to just I want you to just have a good life and you can't do that with this Japanimation. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to my room. <laughs> oh. But yeah, there's good, there's good anime fighting games yeah. or anime games. Naruto ones. Oh my god! The, are, uh, fuck, I had the, the Ultimate Chronicles. Ninja Storm games. Yes. <laughs> I have the first Ultimate Ninja Storm game, and I've spent 15 hours of it doing nothing but just running around in, in the town because I can't actually play the fighting portion because I suck. <laughs> well, no, not the sucking at fighting games, but like the 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 open worldness of it was really cool. Yeah, no, the the Naruto Uzumaki Chronicles was actually like a not bad game. It had like that open worldish feel, like just a hack and slash kind of thing. It was actually not bad. But... Yeah, I liked Rise of a Ninja, the one that was actually made by Ubisoft. That one was really good. Wait, Ubisoft made a good game. They made a good Naruto game. <laughs> it's wild. Um, but yeah, and speaking of four kids, but I'm not there's, sure there's much else we can say. Yeah. Well, I 
there's a lot that I think the four kids should be praised for. I mean, we already talked about some good points, but I think you know, bringing anime over and maybe doing you know, trying to make some sort of nuance with it in the way that you could to make you know something for a kid. You know, I feel like that should be applauded, even if it was kind of a you know a capitalist sort of motivation was well we got to do something with this yeah, yeah no mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that's the good thing about four kids is that it did bring us a lot of the anime classics that are a thing now and then you had a lot of shows that you know were not classics that four kids you know had their fingers in so you know and they they did bring over one piece toys too which are pretty wild You can get yourself. You can get yourself a Luffy with real kaboom cannon. <laughs> wow! It is. It's pretty cool. He's. It's. I'll post pictures later. I. I had one of the toys. They had a like. Who was it? The stupid cat dude. Cat dude with sword. Sword. With sword fingers. I had a toy of him. Oh, that I I like those weapons. When I saw them, I was like, "That's cool! You got a sword for every finger." <laughs> Brand's like, now I can finally scratch the itch that's been bothering me all my life—the one near my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> so, did four kids dub Naruto? I because it's not on the my anime list page. No, I think that was Viz. Yeah, Viz, uh, Viz was the one that did the uh, dubbing for that one. They also need to be put in the light of shame. Jeez, just the Naruto believe it thing kills me every time he used to say it in the beginning, <laughs> the first bit of Naruto. Well, uh, that was bad. Well, imagine that you get a character who finishes almost every other sentence with the same word and you don't know what to do with it. Because he always finishes his sentences with Dadabayo. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what do I do? The dub actress was probably like, what do I do with this? I don't know what to do with this. Um, believe it? No, that works. <laughs> I'm gonna be I just don't. Game. I just believe don't like her it. as a voice actress. Uh, that Naruto, her voice grades on my ears. That Naruto voice acting was... Uh, God, it was bad. No, the, see, here's the thing, though. The rest of the voice acting in Naruto wasn't really that bad. It was just Naruto specifically <laughs> that was painful you know what i'm gonna die on this hill so i think all of it was okay i never said like naruto's voice but you like i think i think naruto's you like do you like the voice for naruto i think that it's as grating and as scratchy as naruto's voice is is in the japanese yeah, but everyone's voice do. everyone's voice has a distinct quality, and I'll have to listen to the way it sounds in the uh, Japanese. But like the quality of that actress's voice just doesn't work for me. And granted, I've seen her in other live action things. I just don't, don't like her. She she looks like the, the lunch I'm... lady at a high school, you know. Oh my god, she does. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Melly Flanagan. Um, (laughs) She was was in a really bad uh, Disney XD TV show. (laughs) And uh, boy, was it brutal to see her in those episodes. Goodness, don't watch it. Do you even remember the show? Bad Disney XD. (laughs) Okay, most Disney XD TV shows are bad except for Gravity Falls. Oh well, you know what? You get you you win some, Sky. You win some, Sky. Sky. I just lose most. 
<laughs> you lose most, but then you say stuff like Gravity Falls is good, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Nod's head pensively. It is good. But I, I mean, like, I don't think, I don't think it's bad. I don't think, I think, you know, dubbing is hard. It, it really is hard, especially in anime, getting to match those lip flaps is. Oh, for sure. And I, I think, you know, every time I do hear a bad dub, I'm like, well, you know what? They're trying their best. Yeah. And the four kids dub for stuff like One Piece and, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm like, oh, these guys are trying their best. And I mean, some of them really were into the roles. Like Eric Stewart, I think he really did like doing Kaiba. And I mean, who wouldn't like doing Kaiba? Dude, that dude, he, mm, I love that man. Oh, my word. He kills every single, I mean, all of his roles sound exactly the same because apparently he doesn't have to know how to do a different voice, but he is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I love his Kaiba, though. Well, he, he did somebody in Pokemon, too, didn't he? He was Brock. <laughs> Correct. You are right. You know, now that you mention it. Yes, you know, now that you've said it, I you know, don't make me look too stupid. He was also he was also the announcer in in Baki. Oh, he was James as well. I think I'm pretty sure he was both Brock and James. I could be wrong. He was. But oh, am I right? Yeah, you're right. Killed it. Love that man. Uh, oh yeah, he's he knocks it out of the park. <sighs> but yeah, no, like, uh, I think overall, you know, as much as people want to shit on 4Kids, we can at least appreciate the fact that, you know, we did get the anime that we did from them, and now it's a lot better since they've been redubbed by most companies, or, you know, just never hear of the show ever again. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot that they did that was really that was pretty great as far as just what they brought over here. And I was about to, no, they obviously didn't do anything, you know, great for actual production wise. But I mean, just in the art of bringing over anime in any shape, form or fashion, especially so that people could, you know, find a hobby that they really ended up enjoying and becoming, you know, huge fans of, I think that should be applauded. Definitely. For sure. I mean, there, and it is, you know, it is kind of sad in a way that they are gone from this world. It feels like a relic that, you know, if in a few, the weeaboo, the weebs, the little weeblets in 10 or 20 years, they're not going to have the same sort of experiences that we all had of having to watch dubbed anime, you know, badly dubbed anime that were just made to make some sort of product. And I think that's a really unique experience. I mean, there's still some bad dubs coming out right now. As a dub guy, I still experience a lot of garbage. Oh, I do too. Don't. But what do they? <laughs> well, like, what do they put on TV? I don't. I don't do TV anymore. Not, so unless I, it's so. you know streaming, I don't either. <laughs> what What are the kid? What are the kids vibing with on Toonami now? <laughs> uh, Sword Art Online and Black Clover. <laughs> I think. I... Oh, are those on Toonami? I'm pretty sure Sao is. I'm, I mean, like, I don't doubt it. That's If there's anything that's going to be on Toonami, then I wholeheartedly believe it. I'm sorry. I am looking this up right now because I'm curious. I'm a well, boomer. Well, I mean, Toonami is have... on Adult Swim right now, so they can have more mature blocks and not just, 
what is, the, what is this? What do we get for the kids? Yeah, yeah, tell me that I'm right. I need validation. Yeah, that's the thing now is that since it's on like Adult Swim, they can get away with putting out like anime as is. So if someone dies, someone bleeds, you know. It's not like the four kids era of anime where it's like someone gets a hole blasted through their chest. Guess what? There's no blood. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to imagine how four kids would dub SAO. How are they going to change the seven rape scenes? So right now on <laughs> no no the, he's hugging the, her too much. On the the schedule on Toonami's fresh ass website is Dragon Ball I'm Super, on Attack on Titan, Assassination Classroom, Fire Force, Black Clover, SSS Gridman, and Naruto Jeez. Shippuden. Jeez, they, they still like, they're still syndicating a lot of those like old animes that aren't on. Uh, Aren't being made anymore. Damn. They're playing. For real, though, public service announcement. Go check out the Toonami website. Yeah, go check out their website, Brad. Go check out the Toonami website. It is a fun experience just moving your mouse around and see how it, how it like liquidates everything around it. This is a nice website. Yeah, I'm surprised. SSS Gridman hasn't been relevant in like forever. And by forever, I mean like two years. Dude, I love Gridman, though. That show slapped so hard. I liked the one girl with short hair. Uh, you would. Don't tell me they both had short <laughs> the hair, because cat. then I'm going to get uh, mad. Um, I mean, the the pink-haired one? Well, I mean, the question yeah. is, do you like boobs or thighs? There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Rika, Rika girl myself. I, I'm a man of Yo, culture. okay, this Toonami website is sick, dude. I see what you're I know. saying. It is, <laughs> isn't it? I'm waiting for it to look. Live on the air, four people experience the Toonami <laughs> oh God, website in awe. <laughs> dude, I've never seen that before. It is. damn! I never saw a VR website before. <laughs> Goodness damn. gracious, this is the sickest website ever. I'm exploring it more and more, and I'm like, yeah, I will take a wallpaper. Oh my word. Cosmo Samurai. <laughs> but I'm dumb. Oh, you can't even I, watch I'm the, so uh... bad at actually seeing what's going on in here. I'm just in awe. I don't really know what no, <laughs> know what to do, though. I don't know either. It's just, Wait a minute. They put schedule. Fire Force on Toonami? What in the world? Fire Force is bad. Man, that is actually... Oh my god. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, anime. but it's bad. Okay, here. you're bad. I'm, here's why I'm salty about Fire Force, right? The the best character design in the whole show. Her character is literally regulated just straight to random fan service that ruins every moment. Like freaking in the middle of like a super hype action scene, the main character all of a sudden just just like cuts, and then he's just like in her boobs. It's like, dude, what what is going on? Like, aren't you fighting well, the bad guy? <laughs> I well, I like, watch. I hate that character, I'm too. Really She's annoying. Dude, you would be in the Fire Force. I've been watching, like, clips online of, like, the fights in Fire Force, and I'm like, yo, this is fucking dope. I need to watch this and experience this. It looks yeah, good, like, I be- but uh, that's about it. Uh, it doesn't look good. It's fun. The plot's fun. Yeah. Did you say it What episode did you get on that, good? Sky? Four? It does look good. <laughs> he dropped it after three episodes. It's, you know. No, I dropped it after, like, Seven, okay? Oh, sorry, seven <laughs> episodes. You dropped after seven, seven. I don't actually know. That's fine. I was more interested in watching Dr. Stone at the time, and I was really busy, so I had to pick I had to pick my poison. But yeah, animating fire is yeah, hard. Is. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm on the Toonami website, like, dude, <laughs> look at this stuff. <laughs> I'm more focused on this amazing website than I am on what we're actually doing. Yeah, dude. like, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like looking at a Toonami t-shirt, like, dude, yeah, give me that. Yeah, I'm looking at the podcast, they have like two podcasts under the Adult Swim name. Oh, wow. dang, more competition. Oh, they're not, I don't think they're, they're not even anime related. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you make a podcast about crocheting, you are my enemy, and I must beat you. You and your Delilah got a nice little, like, cross-stitch looking butt. I don't care. You must hate you. I'm just mad that no, I found this website because I will spend far too much time on here doing nothing, and now I just want to watch Gridman again. Oh, I feel that, dude. I feel that. I'm, I'm literally in their merch store right now, going. I don't. I need a tsunami shirt, don't I? <laughs> but go, go check out the. They have like a 30 second trailer for Attack on Titan season four. Look at the fifth dot under the the latest tab at the right, and listen to that trailer. It's, it's got that tsunami hype. <laughs> well, speaking of people who don't have hype for kids. <laughs> So, anyways, four kids, guys. Uh, <laughs> good Need talk. to corral the cats back in. Uh, that's the thing about talking anime. That's why we're called the be- or hashtag best worst podcast because we literally just go on tangents about nothing. Emphasis on the worst. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like this this tsunami website is pretty balling. I, I know. It's just it's. Yeah, it's so cool looking at this. Just the last 10 minutes of the podcast are nothing but us talking about the website that no one else can see without looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> for the official, for like, like Mitch should add to the thing, this is the part where <laughs> the viewer plays along by going to the Tanami website. For all of you audio-only listeners, let me describe it for you. You I go gotta, to gotta... the Tsunami website and you will see the whole thing liquidate around you as you move the mouse. It's very... I don't know. Give me gets me kind of horny. Not sure if that's normal. <laughs> no, it's it, you're not the only one. I'm over here just spinning my mouse in circles, going, "Who, who, who got a master in web design? <laughs> How do they do this? <laughs> Shit, this website running my GPU." <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, this was a good discussion. I yeah. think this is probably about to be wrapped up. What Dude, do you guys think? I, I think that's a good idea. So, fellas, what do you guys got? Four kids, bad anime, good. Toonami website, amazing. <laughs> so, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Just call this episode the Toonami website review. <laughs> and it's got like an hour and a half of fluff. <laughs> It's, it's literally going to be called episode 24, Toonami and Things. Uh, but what do you guys have coming up on the docket for the show? So this is going to drop on uh, Thursday. <sighs> oh, um, well, uh, our K-On! episode will have aired. Uh, um, And after that, we're... Uh, well, we definitely have... Let me check the schedule. <laughs> I was about to say, 
We definitely have. We definitely are talking about Angel Beats. Yeah, we got in that March. Up. I'm gonna drop it right now. Angel Beats is a little bit overrated. Oh my god! <laughs> so, um, okay, I like Angel Beats. I think Angel Beats is good. I just think it's a little bit too all over the place, though. That usually happens with Key you Studios work. Dick ride. On that studio to such an extreme degree, <laughs> you literally, I love you so literally much. every time that studio puts out a new show, it's like Sky is like, well, got to go to the store and get some new condoms for the the dick riding I'm about to do. Dude, I love PA you, Works and I love the key studio works that they do. And but the problem is, I'm just, they're almost always absurdly like out of control in where the story's actually going. Like uh, Charlotte, uh, Angel Beats. Uh, what's that one that just came out? The day I became a god. You know, they—they all—they all feel very similar, and I love them, but they're always pretty bad. <laughs> well, like I remember when you were like hyping up a Parayanma, and I was like, "That's the most six out of ten show I've ever watched." <laughs> no, that's the best anime from last year. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> All the character designs are like somebody designed a character that slapped another character on him, that slapped another character on Best him, that slapped the fifth character last year. Oh my god, dude! dude you I'm cannot so, be serious. I am so salty that in the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, Azokin got nominated for character designs over Opera Ranman. I'm so mad about that. The Azokin character because designs are so bad. <laughs> Every single character in Apare Ronmon looks like the custom character that somebody makes just to troll cutscenes. Dude, they're beautiful. I'm, they're beautiful, gorgeous. Oh my, ah. oh my god, dude. And regardless of how much I may or may not agree with you on the character design for <laughs> Apare Ronmon, if you diss Isaacin ever again, I will find you. <laughs> Fucking fight me, bitch. So, I will. So our, one of our, and both go. of us will lose. So one of our future planned episodes is to shit on Sky's uh, taste in anime. Um, yes, Dude, is. have me I, on for I, that I one. I'd love to have one of you guys or both of you guys come, or come on and help me uh, completely shit on Sky's uh, taste in anime. <laughs> Yeah, I had the, the I had the idea stuff. earlier this week. I was like, "Hey, Mitch, you think we could do an episode where I just make up a top fifty list of my favorite anime and just have people on to just crap on it the whole time?" We we will get a round table discussion about us just shitting on everything you enjoy. Dude, I've never had someone rustle me as much as Sky like hopping in some random chat and being like, <laughs> "Steins Gate is met," and I was like, "I was like, I had to like take a minute." I was like. Who said this? And I said, it's Sky. And then I instantly became unangered because I was like, oh, that's because Sky has garbage taste anyway. Cool. Or more, or my take that the best mecha show that I've watched is Darling and the Franks. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm not much of a mech guy, and I even, even I know that's not right. Oh, but it is. Oh, my God, dude. Um, I'm spicy. We also have a few... We actually have a few more discussional episodes, which is new for us because mostly we just do reviews but yeah can you tell that this is like, new for us as well we definitely had a very <laughs> solid plan for this episode it yes, did we it did. very well <laughs> we, we did talk about the topic a little bit we touched on it you know yeah for a little bit <laughs> and then we got sidetracked so it's you know the topic the, the topic's just what what gets you in the door yeah, and, but then you get in the 
it's the fluff that everyone, you know, people want the topics like four kids and it's affecting anime. And then we talk about the Toonami website, you know? For yeah, like the next discussion straight. we're doing is on how amazing the Toonami website is. Yeah, there we go. Toonami, <laughs> we're going to do a discussion about Toonami as a whole website and all. Then you're just going to go back to four kids <laughs> at that time. Uh, uh, all comes full circle. So, oh yeah, I almost forgot. So for this week's uh, moment of manga, yes, I, I found a better name than Mitch's Manga Minute because, you know, that was a bad Well, idea. even, okay, even though Mitch's Manga Minute is just stolen from Mandy, I, I think that moment of manga sounds worse. Uh, but it's well, that's original. just me. <laughs> so, uh, fuck, I made it through, like, chapter 10 or 12 of the, uh, the manga I was reading last time. Uh, it's actually gotten a lot more interesting. Uh, there's a, been a murder on the show, or in the manga. Uh, no one knows what the hell happened. Uh, all they know is that there was a, a young girl, an old guy, and a panda were involved, so. What is this it manga? It's uh, uh, fucking the, uh, Minoich Hotel or something like that. It oh. is literally, like, the weirdest <laughs> Instantly uninterested. manga I've read. <laughs> and there's, like... Sky, you might like this. There are lollies in this. <laughs> Sign me up. What's it called again? I'll, I'll send you the link. It's called the uh, Voynich Hotel. Let's just... Did you say it was Venois Mitch. Hotel? Venois, whatever the fuck it's called. Mitch, in the future, every time you say lollies to Sky, just put it in perspective and change lollies to little girls. That way you could say, yeah, you'd like this, Sky. It has little girls in it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and then you... Depends uh, on the character designs. The, the character design—it's a little wonky uh, with the anime or the way it was drawn, but it's not—you know—the worst. I'm just gonna—I'm I'm just gonna go on Google and type in Venois Hotel Lollies. It's—it's just—it's just a weird <laughs> ass fucking name. So, yeah, it's—it's—it's it, it's a, it's a decent anime. It's uh, short, or the manga, sorry. It's like eight pages among uh, uh chapter so it's it's a very easy read if you want to what the fuck i just got a bunch of furries that's not what i was what looking <laughs> sky's not a furry but i must not have spelled that right no you did not i'll tell i'll tell you how to spell it <laughs> jeez oh they uh, thought i was looking I... for has been hotel v- care v-o-y <laughs> B o y n i c h. It's it's dubbed a comedy etchy horror se- uh, setting kind of manga, and it's sixty nine chapters, and they're Fantastic. like short chapters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, tell me that this is what I need. I, it it it, uh, <laughs> it is, looks like a little girl with tan skin and black hair wearing a shirt that says "fuck me." Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's literally like there's one scene in the chapter where they're like smoking uh, weed, and then once chick's like, "Oh, I'm super horny. I'm gonna go in the bathroom." Cut to her masturbating in the bathroom. I need this in my life. <laughs> it, it was it was Gachi Man. Gachi Man from the uh, Discord was the one who suggested it, and I'm like, I need to read this, and it was definitely worth the read. So. Oh. I mean, it's Ooh, it's better than fucking uh, that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. <laughs> but yeah, that 
That was. Let me no. just say, if you if you just go on Google and just like look up lo- <laughs> Vinoich Hotel lollies, you will find some very interesting pictures. I'm gonna post one in the Discord. Oh God, is it? Make sure if it's uh, not safe for work that you put it in the not safe for work tab. Nah, it's okay. It's this. But yeah, no, like it's uh it's not a bad manga, it's just really fucking weird. But yeah, I, I'd suggest it to anyone who's like interested in reading, you know, something like that. And that was my moment of manga. And I wanna thank you guys for coming on again. Uh so thank you very much for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you guys on. Thank you for having us. Hi. Of yeah, thank you for and then I, uh, thank you for I, introducing me to the Toonami website. You will forever be in my mind for it. Mm, I'm gonna, thank I'm you. I'm going to go to bed tonight and just wake up dreaming like, ah, Toonami website, I need to see it again. I'm still on it. I am still on it, just throwing my mouse yeah. around. But yeah, no, it was, it was great to have you guys on, and of course, when uh, we get around to uh, Let's Shit on Sky's uh, anime, I'll uh, let you guys know, and have you guys come on again? Right. We will completely shit on Sky's anime taste. Well, I don't think Brad is as salty as <laughs> I am. I'm talking just, just talking garbage about Stein's guy. It just made me go, oh. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you for coming on. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening uh, this far into the episode. Uh, we love every single one of you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Come on, buddy.